trigger warning, this episode contains conversations around suicide. Welcome to our podcast. This is the podcast which dives into the topic of mental health. With me, Natalie Byrne. And me, Venus Levido. We are researching by collecting the conversations and attempting to give solutions. Hi, my name is Natalie Byrne. And I'm Venus Libido. We are both illustrators who make work around social issues. We both have had our own journeys and battles with mental health. Yes, and today we're going to be talking about guilt, self-love, forgiving yourself and how to actually do it. So today we actually have some guests on our episode. It's very exciting. Um, I'm very excited too. We have some lovely ladies from the Passion Fruit podcast um, who we were previously on their podcast also. So thanks, guys. Thank so we've got Holes, Saz and P. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves and tell us about your podcast? Oh, gosh, shall yeah, we? Go for it. <laughs> um, so we are the Passion Fruit podcast. Um, hi. Hi. We are three very sexy ladies. You are very sexy, I can confirm that. Yes, we all have uh, nice titties. <laughs> <laughs> and we like, talking ab- we like talking about pussy a lot. And now P will sell the podcast how we officially sell it. <laughs> um, yes, all those things are true. But on top of that, we are the, we like to brand ourselves as a modern day sex education podcast because we wanted to talk about the things that you weren't taught in school or you weren't taught by your parents the things that are important. Um, so we do a, ver- a range of topics from serious to more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, but it's all about being open and honest and we definitely don't hold anything back. Oh, no. no, I think my favourite's <laughs> definitely funny farting and talking about squirting. So <laughs> funny farts like matter. We'll try funny not- farts matter, yeah. We'll try not to hold anything back today either. <laughs> Even the funny farts. Oh, oh, oh. They happen, they just happen. They just happen. <laughs> the red wine. <laughs> So we normally start the podcast with some facts, don't we, Natalie? But um, today we thought we'd change it up and do some quotes on self-love. So my first few are, and we're going to ask you guys if you have any as well after this. Mm-hmm. When you learn to forgive yourself, then you can learn to forgive others. That's a lovely one. Treat yourself like somebody you care about. Mm. Talk to yourself like you would a friend. Mm. In a society that profits from your self-doubt, liking yourself is a rebellious act. I don't think that loving yourself is a choice. I think that it's a decision that has to be made for survival. That's by Lizzo. Oh, she's a queen at the moment, isn't she? That one went right to the core and gave me goosebumps. goosebumps. (laughs) Right, so do you guys have any, like, quotes on self-love that maybe, like, ones that you stick by yourselves, like, or remind yourself of when you're feeling down? I forget where it's from. It was a tweet. I don't, I don't know who said it, but it was something. It was, um, I will no longer be disappointed by things out of my control. Yes, I've had that one. And and that, like, revolutionized my my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now anytime I feel anxious or disappointed, because that's something I struggle with a lot, is feeling disappointed yeah. in myself or in other people. I'm like, I couldn't control it. There's no point focusing on it. Yeah. Let it go. Bless and yeah. release. Mm. I think one of mine, I don't know if it's a quote, I don't know if I saw it as a tweet as well, or if if someone told me if I read it. Quotes, (laughs) quotes, tweets. Quotes. Oh, Um, quote. I've got quote in my head. (laughs) It's basically um, when you wake up in the morning, uh, there are two things you need to do. First thing, first thing is you make your bed, 
And the se- second thing is you t- look at yourself in the mirror and you tell yourself five things that you like about yourself. Yes. Mm. Yes. Like but do I do that? No. <laughs> that was really bad, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's a really good one, yeah. Oh, do you do that? I don't have any shit like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you have any self mantras you tell yourself? Well, like- sort of. Um, we talked about Lizzo a second ago. I like to listen to like, Lizzo, like soulmate, or just some like Ariana Grande <gasps> yes. shit, like thank you, next, like loving yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, if Ari can do it and she's been through some shit, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I can do it. And if Lizzo, you know, can go up there with like her curves and touch her tits, I can do it too. Yes, I feel I like Soulmate by Lizzo is the best one. It is my bop at the moment. Yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> what is self love to you, and how do you practice it? Hmm. I think self-love to me just means, apart from obviously like touching my vagina, <laughs> um, it's just like looking after like, my well-being and making sure that I'm kind to myself because mm. I struggle a lot with that. Um, so just like even on like a depressed day, just trying my best to just eat something to mm. maybe brush my teeth yeah, so my mum doesn't moan at me or even if I can't get out of bed, just make sure I don't like have a wee because sometimes I can't, I don't like piss myself. <laughs> I didn't mean like that. I just sometimes I'm like, oh, you just hold it, don't you? For hours, yeah. This is painful. No, just get up. Come on, Holly, and just go to the toilet and just wash my hands. Little things like that. Yeah. Just like mm. try and look after myself. Yeah. Um, I do little things like I I really try to feed myself as a way of self love. So I've been a vegetarian for eight years, and obviously when you're going through like hard points, a lot of time you just want to eat bread and pasta. Mm. But um, so I, I really make an effort to like feed myself in a way that I care about myself. Um, and then another little thing I do is every time I take a shower, I like I get the loofah right, and I get all soapy, and I just like really focus on on how it feels. And I'm like I'm cleaning myself, I'm taking care of her. I, this That's really Aww. lovely. Yeah. That's really nice. And that was something I decided to do like about like two years ago, and now I love showers, but, and I just feel really happy. And then of course. Um, I think masturbation is like the highest form of self-love for me Mm. because it was something that helped me like heal from trauma and it helped me realize things about myself and it's like a way to show my body love for all the things she does for me and she she loves it yeah (laughs) that's a great Um, one what do I do I obviously like masturbation is quite a big one um but recently it's been quite a struggle for self-love but I know that if I've been in a flat for like too long um I make myself go out and just walk anywhere. Even if I have to go window shopping, I, I get out, I go to the nearest tube station, I just go somewhere. Like I've found myself in museums by myself, just like <laughs> making jokes and it's <laughs> just like, just that kind of thing. Or, you know, if I want a day to myself and I want a day to myself in, I'll watch Netflix all day and try not to feel bad about it. And But yeah, like I said, recently it's been more of a struggle, um, but you know I'm getting through but yeah you do self dates you take yourself for the yeah I do I do yeah. that a lot <laughs> oh yeah so I, I went on this self journey and I decided that I went to um, a concert by myself oh, for the first oh time. that's so cool and mm-hmm. I went to eat by myself for the first time that's hard um, to do all in the first week I struggle with that yeah. I struggle yeah. with that a lot it was weird but mm. it was fine it was at my favourite Thai restaurant Aww. oh that's really great I need to do that more with myself like to take myself out and like learn to be okay with my own company yeah because I'm so fine with it at home in my own personal space but going out into the real world I'm just like oh my god I need someone there I need to be protected constantly and mm. I think that's something as women like it's so hard to break down because we're like for me like growing up I was so scared of going outside in a 
being around men and yeah. that kind of thing really scared me. So I think it's it's a really long journey for women to be able to like feel comfortable going out alone and going into environments that are like crowded as well. Yeah, and also I think that the older generation look at like women that are on their own like, oh, she's so sad. Like, yeah. She doesn't have anyone. Like, there's a sex I used to do that as a little girl. Like, yeah. I used to look at women on there and go, oh, I feel really sorry for her. Yeah. But now I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. you sit there on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes I see people in restaurants by themselves and I'm like, my first thought is, oh, they must have been stood up. And I'm like, no, maybe they just just wanted to go out to dinner by themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you do, Natalie, to self-love? Um, I touch myself. Yeah. <laughs> I touch myself. <laughs> um, you said that so innocently. I know, because I'm, like, uncomfortable. No, um, <laughs> not around us. Not um, around I don't know. Spongy. I think for me it's, like, treating myself the way I would my best friend or someone I was in a relationship with and giving just time mm. and talking to myself in a kind way prioritizing like really treating myself good you know like yeah being kind in all sense of the words of of like with physical and emotional and um mixture of like balance like eating well but also like treating myself if I want to and not feeling guilty I I don't think like it's like one thing it's so many things isn't it yeah Mm. I think that I find that as well. Like, but maybe that's because we're both freelance and we're like constantly worried about when the next paycheck's coming in. I mm. get what I get. I feel so guilty about spending money on myself. Yeah. Instead of being like, okay, I need to put that away because I might not get any work next month. Mm. That's like a big thing that I'm trying to tackle at the moment. Is like being someone who's like self-employed, and like being like, you can go and get nice food for yourself. It's okay, and not feel guilty and beating yourself up. Like, oh shit, I spent twenty quid in M and S when I could have bought that for like a fiver in Asda. Yeah, and and also like, for me, I struggle to I, something I've been struggling with is having a bath. Mm. I love having baths, but I s- feel guilty. Like I should be doing something else. I should be oh, working really? and blah blah blah. Okay. So even that is like a lower cost way of self caring. Yeah. Mm. But I still struggle with yeah. taking the time out to be like, no, I'm going to yeah. do this hour and just do nothing and relax. Yeah. But yeah. I love eating in the bath. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I it's eat like, my dinner in the bath. I, I, I literally set up my laptop ready to I watch something. <laughs> and then I choose my snacks beforehand. <laughs> I don't do it all the time. But, like, you know, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Last time it was cheese. Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah, she put it on a little tinfoil. Yeah, and it was floating out. It's the best thing <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so I was laying there and there's just cheese floating near my boobs. Oh, that's so funny. How much do you want to draw that? I want to draw that. Do you notice a difference in your mental health if you don't practice self-love? Yeah. Mm. Massively. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. So, I mean, I know with things like, uh, you know, the app Headspace? Yeah. yeah for, like, mindfulness and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it really hard to put, like, time aside and try and focus on that. And I know I should do it because it's good. And it just helps me, like, be one with myself. Um but I know when I'm going for a rough patch and I don't use things like that and don't have time for like meditation and time for myself, I do see the difference massively. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, yeah, that's definitely one thing for me. I think the biggest thing that I that I would notice is in sleep because sleep is super important to me and it is a way I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Like the first thing I do anytime I've had a, a big accomplishment is like set aside a day to sleep and people always make fun of me but I'll be like I- I'm busy tomorrow I'm, I'm sleeping 
and that this oh, yeah, like with your dissertation yeah once i handed in my dissertation yeah. i said i can't go out I'm, I'm sleeping tomorrow and everyone thought i was kidding i was like no i i need to like give back to all the things i've done and so if i don't take the time to like recover and i just keep going mm. then i i get massively anxious and like but on the slightest yeah. things so I, she did go out though sorry yeah. I, did, I did i did <laughs> i did i slept drunk. and i got i went out yeah. see it's a balance life is mm-hmm. all about balance exactly. <laughs> um i have this thing where if i am not up before 10 then i feel really shit yeah isn't uh, like guilty yeah i feel really I'm guilty saying. i feel really shit like i have to wake up before 10 like it's mm. like, even even recently it's been it's been like i need to get up before nine I'm okay if I get up around 9, 9.30. Mm. But um, if I'm physically not out of bed by 10, I feel really shit. And recently, like, my sleep's been... It's been a struggle um, because I just haven't... Because, like, I just haven't been able to go to sleep. And I just, like, lay back. And, like, even though yesterday I actually went to bed the earliest. I went to bed at, like, I don't know, 10 or something. Mm. And I still got up at 10 today. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel awful. So for me, like, if I'm up before, I feel great. I don't know why. Yeah, really sleep is such a big thing to our mental health. Mm, and I really thing. didn't like clock onto this until like maybe like two years ago. And I was like, actually, this is probably why I feel shit all the time because I'm not sleeping. Yeah, it's like you can feel shit for sleeping too much and you can also feel shit for Yeah, you've got to find enough. that right balance for oh. your own body, haven't you? It's crazy. Yeah. There's an amazing book called, uh, I think it's called Why We Sleep. And um, he talks about how like you can never get, if you aren't sleeping enough you can never get that time back because I'm always the kind of person like oh I didn't sleep enough I'll catch up tonight it doesn't work that way yeah Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that that it doesn't work that way um Mm -hmm. but sleep has a huge impact and you are all students and I know that when I was at uni sleep was a huge problem I was not getting enough because of like neighbors and like you want to go out and party then I was in it uni all the time Mm -hmm. yeah what was your expectation, I guess, with sleep going into... Did you think it would have, like, an impact to your university on your sleep? Um, no, because I knew I knew that, like, all those things were true. Like, people, I'd have noisy neighbours and mm. I'd have things to do. But since I've... Sleep has always been really important to me because I have sleep apnea, so I have, like, a sleep disorder, which makes it really hard to get, like, deep sleep. Um, I plan my life around when I'm gonna sleep uh, <laughs> like I, I plan I plan my like I said like I plan my going out but also when I was in mm. uni I planned like my deadlines around my I just completed my third year and I not once stayed up later than 11 and I not once got up earlier than nine yeah I tried doing that I, <laughs> I don't do the whole um stay up all night thing but I have stayed up until like two in the morning three in the morning completing something Mm. no I can't do that but but recently yeah this is the thing but recently I've been like okay this is my time limit you know stop you're gonna go home and sleep but you're gonna wake up early in the bloody morning and you're gonna finish it there and then mm. and I have I've managed to get up at like five in the morning make myself a cup of tea and get back on it and, mm. I'm, and I'm like done by nine or something like that and I love that and I'm like oh my god I'm productive I'm, mm. I'm that I'm that person I'm an adult <laughs> is this what yeah. it's like yeah but the, the, the hardest yeah. thing about uni yeah. living is definitely like the noise and not mm. being able to control your relaxing yeah. space like you never really know if someone is going to be having a fight above you or if someone's going to be smushing below you you know the noises are all over See, the place I live top flat so oh, okay. I only had to be worried about my other neighbours near me mm. but it was that kind of thing of you know oh they're just having fun like you're in uni like you're having yeah. fun mm. and but then you're just like sleeping and you're like oh my god 
So I would message my flatmate, so she normally have her friends around, and I'd be like, hey, it's like getting really late, so right, if you just like, just lower voice. She's like, yeah, sorry about that. It's like, it's fine. Like, like with that, it's fine, but I know from other people that they've had problems with people not just shutting up. Yeah. There's that final line of kind of, you know, people mm. understanding. Taking the piss, yeah. People and then don't, people just taking yeah. the absolute piss and yeah. just going like, okay, now you're just being an absolute yeah. Like last year, I my mental health was at the lowest it was during uni and I lived with a stripper. And that's not why it was low. It was low because... <laughs> Um, since that was her job, she would come home at like 5 a.m. every day and she was very loud. Um, and then I'd never be able to go back to sleep. So I, I'd, I'd just get woken up at 5. And then she wouldn't leave to go to her job until about 11 anyway. So it was oh, just really like, unhealthy pattern of sleep, isn't it? It was really oh. hard. And we kept asking her, like, can you close the door to your room when you get in so we don't have to hear all your noise? And it was just, it, it, yeah, it was a really stressful environment. So it made it really hard to relax and mm. have, like, restorative So how time. is she not going straight to sleep? Like, from being in heels for that long she and would dancing, just, I'd be like, I'm dead. She <laughs> would, but she would make a lot of noise getting there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> See, I work night shifts, um, mm. so I understand how, like, it's quite hard, like you say, just to go to sleep. It's quite hard to, like, switch off. Yeah. Um, but when I was in halls... See, I didn't really have the issue of, like, finding it hard to go asleep. It was always, like... I would say like five or six in the morning because I was on a ground floor flat and my uh, bed was right next to the kitchen wall mm. so I would hear my mm. flatmate <laughs> who couldn't sleep and she'd be up like making lasagna and then texting the group chat like five in the morning yeah it's true and anybody like want like some lasagna or something oh, like, it's like six no. in the morning so I'd how I dealt that. with that and not having any privacy was I moved home and it's much cheaper yeah. uh, <laughs> just meant I spent a lot on travel I did yeah. exactly the same thing in my oh, first really? year. Mm. I lived in halls and I couldn't stand it. And I, I honestly think I'm a 90-year-old woman stuck in this body because same. I sleep. I go to bed at <laughs> 9 o'clock and I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning. And that is my... I have to do that. I, I cannot go out dancing till, like, 1 in the morning. Yeah. I physically can't do it. I need the 11 hours. I feel yeah. you. <laughs> and so, like, when I lived in halls and everyone was, like, I was telling everyone to shut the fuck up all the time, yeah. they started being really, like, horrible to me yeah, and bullying me. Yeah. Yeah, and saying, like oh, you're boring. Well. He, so I was like, fuck this, I'm moving home. It was basically the exact same. He'd go to bed at, like, 10, the latest. Yeah. And uh, the earliest he'd go to sleep is 7. And um, basically... Oh, yeah, so he like really liked his sleep as well because he also suffered um, from sleep and no no he suffered from mental health so that was like affecting him. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, the, his flatmates did kind of take the piss a bit. Yeah, they would like be in the corridor and you know in halls and corridors they're like really mm. loud. It's like yeah, so, like, yeah. yeah. They transfer into your room. Yeah, and he would go out and be like, guys, I'm trying to sleep. I'm not feeling great. Like is it right if you just come in? And they're like, oh yeah, normally they're going to the kitchen and stuff. But sometimes they're still so loud or like, they're going to the other flat, it's fine. So some days they were all right, so other days they weren't. And he would like just say to me like, I just hate it here, I can't stand it. Like, mm. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he was like trying to leave early and everything. But you know, halls are, halls are not fun, yeah. yeah. See, that's so interesting because my first year of uni, I was like a party animal. <laughs> and then um, I also like later on I got a job in a bar and had night shifts mm, and cool. actually lived in a house where we all had worked in the same bar so um it's I would suggest anyone that is struggling to try and live with people that have a similar yeah, routine to them yeah definitely yeah. because I had friends on the course who all lived in a house with people who were like really 
hard working and had a very like liked going to bed mm. early and they mm. it worked yeah. it's so good important yeah. to be around people who just like yeah understand you and like i don't know it's it's hard because you have it's it's an anxious thing to leave away from like move away from home in the first place and then you're you don't want to be that person that is like ruining the party and so mm. it's like both sides is like yeah mm. It's, it sucks, but definitely finding people like living in that house where we all had the same night shifts was like yeah. great. And having clear conversations with people about like expectations of what people should like you want from people when you live the, with them as well. Like when I graduated and I moved into my first house, it was like I moved in with people because I couldn't afford to like live in London and work and have my own place. Mm. And I said to them like, if you're gonna live with me this is when you need to be quiet because I need to go to sleep. And like everyone's like on the same wavelength before we moved in. So there was no issues and we all went to work at the same time, came home at the same time, cooked. And then that was it. Everyone needs to like be quiet by 10. Grow up though. So yeah. for now, for instance, like my flatmate, he wakes up at half two in the morning. He has to be at work for five. Mm. So he leaves at four in the morning. And so he goes to bed at like half seven. So me and my other flatmate, and I know my other flatmate, she loves staying up late. I don't know why she loves it. She doesn't She doesn't go to bed till two. She'll be playing PS4. She'll be on YouTube. She'll have the Alexa on with the radio in the background. And, like, I'm okay with it sometimes. But, yeah. like, there are days where I want to be a bit loud. I, like, want to listen to my music. Yeah. It's, like, 8 p.m. I'm, like, oh. well, I can't listen to this film really loudly. No. And I'm, like, really quiet trying to move around. And it's... um. And it's fine. Like we understand he's got to like go to sleep. Yeah, we respect that. But there are days where it's like, oh, we've got someone who's probably in his like deep sleep by like ten p.m. and like we want to go out. <laughs> yeah. and it's like a Thursday night, so he works weekdays. So mm. literally, the only time we can be loud is Friday. But sometimes on Friday, I'm like, I'm going to bed at nine. No one talk. <laughs> like, I have it's that. that it's like kind a of Friday thing. thing. Like I always yeah. fall asleep really early. Well, you just yeah. had a whole week. The whole expectation yeah, you that you're yeah. going to go out is crazy yeah. to me. Like I like, just did a whole week work of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And it's just like oh, I can't bother. And he's like come on let's go out I'm like I'm tired yeah <laughs> like Friday I'm is good. my self love night if anything yeah, else yeah like, that is too. my main self I'll Me take too. a bath like I'm like I don't have to get up early tomorrow that is my favourite night and I would yeah. never waste it on a night out no <laughs> <laughs> no definitely not this age anyway I just can't do it <laughs> to give the world a shake one tampon at a time. They create 100% organic biodegradable tampons bespoke to the individual and delivered straight to your door. And they also make CBD oil. We have partnered up with ON to give our listeners a free box of tampons. Choose your tampon type, absorbency, range and quantity when you sign up via their website. Just head over to www.on.co and use the code TLC at checkout. On was born out of a passion for women's health, and so every month when you subscribe to On, they donate 5% of revenue to the girls' programme run by the school club in Zambia. 
On tampons are the only tampons I use, not only because their branding and packaging is beautiful, but because I don't get cramps when I use on tampons, which goes to show what kind of effect these chemicals can have on our body. Grab yourself a free box now and you'll be so excited for your next period. That's O-H-N-E dot C-O and enter TLC at checkout for your free box. Um, okay, so moving on a little bit, I want to talk about guilt. Um, so, have you ever done anything that you have felt guilty about and have you forgiven yourself for it? If you're willing to talk about anything that you've done, <laughs> um, now is a safe space to share. Should I start? Yeah. 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 So, Give so, us an example, Natalie. My life just flashed <laughs> before my eyes. Yeah, yeah like, sorry. Oh that, was a bit in, that was a bit deep, but I think it's a really interesting you thing to talk about. tone so I know what we're, what we're <laughs> aiming for here. So in one of our earlier episodes, I talked about how I struggle forgiving my teenage self. And we talked a little bit on your podcast about how I had some daddy issues and... Um, it took me a while to learn that lying was bad and like how to be honest and that made me have make some mistakes and um cheat on a few people and I really struggle with forgiving myself for it I'm working on it and I've tried in therapy like I've been in therapy before for different things and we've tried to um, and I think I'm much better than I used to be, but because when I was a teenager, I dealt with a lot of like self harm and a lot of my guilt um, was one of the main reasons why I like self harmed. And in our one of our episodes, I like mentioned that like I'm struggling on it, and you kind of gave me a little pep talk. Yeah, I was a bit mean. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, in a good way. In a good. In way. a good way, mean. In like mm. a slap around the oh, like, face. Literally, way. yeah. If I was in the same room, I probably would have slapped you around the face. <laughs> And you were like, you know, you're a kid, like, you're so young, you, yeah. you know. You make mistakes, you're young, you're learning, and I think that if you're a little miss perfect, then you, it's just not natural, like, you you have to make mistakes in life, and sometimes they're fucking huge mistakes, but everyone makes them at some point, and I think it's, a, it's a really important to teach, especially the younger generation and young children, that when you do something wrong, that you shouldn't hold it in, because... For me, like I held so much guilt inside of me growing up for all the things I did um, to myself and to other people that I took that with me to such a dark place. Mm. And we should grow up learning that if you do something bad, it's okay to learn from that mistake. And especially today with social media, like people are always saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing, and we're always calling out each other for it. And I think that we all really need to learn how to forgive each other and ourselves, and especially ourselves, to then forgive others. Mm. And I always felt so much guilt and shame when it came to like masturbation and sex. Yeah. Mm. And 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 so when I when we think about self love and we already touched on like I find it so hard to like sit down and meditate because I feel guilty. Mm. I don't know. I think guilt mm. is such a big like hurdle when it comes to really like genuinely yeah. loving yourself and yeah. taking the time out to love yourself. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah it's tough like I think it's like with with me and and when I look back on my teenage self like rationally I'm like I was so young I wouldn't be who I am mm. without making those mistakes and I learned from them and I grew from them and I made sure I ne- never did them again yeah but I struggle with how do other people were like just born knowing that like lying and cheating was bad whereas like I had to learn it and so Mm. that's what I'm like working through yeah and it's like you can't compare yourself everyone's on their own journey Mm. and it's not about looking at the past and thinking you know obsessing with it it's about okay that's out of my control what is Mm. something that I can control and it's like the person I am today and like being present in this moment and making sure that I'm like the person who I want to be rather than um like I think a lot of when I was like lying and cheating it was like I lost myself because I was just being what everyone expected me to be like whether that was like not saying no or or something yeah Mm. so yeah Oh, I've got some. I mean, I, I that's mean, a pretty I big one. Yeah. If you want to, if, wow, okay. if you want to so like have that. a therapy session, yeah. I can unpack some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can really unpack um, some stuff. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I I've done a I've been pretty self aware because I have two older siblings, so I kind of had like a test run of life, as it were. Um, and I, I, I learned from watching them and I also learned from watching them beat themselves up mm-hmm. like over stuff. And I, and I just, I, I think I was quite self-aware from very young because of that. Um, so I, I've tried to, to, like you said, Venus, to, to just forgive myself because there's no point as in like, not, not no point in, in holding it. Cause you do learn things, but as in, I, I can't go back and change what I did. I can only do what I can do now and if I'm focusing on what I did then then I'm not focusing on what I'm doing now Mm. so it's more about being more present with what I'm doing now so I don't really struggle with guilt over like past experience but I struggle with guilt like in daily things so my mom is um I don't know how to phrase this neurotic (laughs) love her to pieces but (laughs) she struggled with like um anorexia anorexia and like depression her whole life and so she's always been someone who's like you're not being productive enough or you're not being active enough and it was ingrained in me so if I ever sit still for like a whole day like if I don't leave the house I feel horrible and I I know it's because I'm like oh my god my mom would be like be saying mean things about like how I'm being lazy and like but I thankfully I have a partner who's like really supportive and he's helped me work through that because he had an opposite upbringing of a family who was like just do whatever you want Mm-hmm. which you know has its ups and downs as well but he he's helped me see like it's okay you have tomorrow like you can do something tomorrow and I've I've got a lot better I can stay inside a whole day now and be like you know what I I did something I wanted to do I relax and that's good enough yeah and I'll do something else tomorrow so I'm I'm really trying to speak nicely to myself um but the the one thing I do have guilt over that's quite a big one that I'm trying to also like forgive myself over is because my dad passed away last year I'm sorry oh it's okay um but it's not really guilt over myself because none of us really knew how bad his condition was so we didn't go home to see him so I I have guilt over like maybe I should have gone home to spend more time with him but then I'm like you know it wasn't your fault you know other people weren't being honest with you but it is a really hard thing to like 
because it's something you can never get back yeah. kind of thing, I so it's not yeah. something you can ever fix. So that type of guilt is really hard to forgive yourself yeah. over because there's no way to resolve it. So that I think that's just something that comes with time. Um, yeah, it's a it's a definitely a big one. I know yeah. when like my partner's grandfather like passed away, it was really sudden, and then he felt so guilty that he didn't visit him enough. Yeah, and I had to keep reminding him that this is just life. Like you cannot blame yourself for not doing enough because in that moment you have done enough you've done as much as you possibly could mm-hmm. and I think like this is a whole new episode like mm-hmm. another episode we should go into is you know mental health and dealing with death and I think it's so yeah and I think cause I, I lost a friend recently as well and I think you have so many emotions and like for me I felt so much like anger but I didn't really know who to like put it to so I put it I guess on myself mm. and um yeah I think when things go wrong we want someone to like point the finger and blame mm. and um it's it's sucks to lose someone um but you know you're it's I don't know you'll work through it and you'll yeah, it is something that just comes with time. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the I think the main thing I try to remind myself is like, you can't change it now. So you just have to like be happy with what you did in in the meantime, um, and then eventually it gets easier because at the same time you're dealing with the pain of grieving. But once that goes away, you know it gets easier to to focus on the forgiveness side. I think. But yeah, there's my. There's my deep therapy session <laughs> for you. Thanks for being there. Yeah, thank you, oh. Michelle. <laughs> so that's what... I don't know. See, like, this is the thing. Like, It's tough, isn't it? I, I, I can't think of any big guilt things, but I know that I have them. But like even just today, because I was late for recording today, mm. I felt guilty. Mm. And this is a thing that I have a lot, is that I feel guilty for really like stupid things, just like... So I was at work the other day and I saw someone and I thought I recognised them from like um, a radio session. I was like, oh, do you work there? And they're like, no. And it looks to me really weird. And I was like, I, was like, I shouldn't have asked that. Like, what the hell? That kind of thing. Mm. And it's like, oh my God, I should have just stuck being professional and just, just shut up. Oh. That kind of thing. Um, it's like cringy, isn't it? Like, yeah. Oh and then I, But that's just, your, that's just your personality though. Yeah. By the sounds of it, you're just like, maybe it's a... Uh, but like the a, thing is, is like, you know, everyone... Everyone has that cringy moment. Oh, like oh, I shouldn't have done that. But then I have that, and even though some people overthink it, then I overthink it, and then I over overthink mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, oh my god, like randomly, I'll just think about it, and then I'm like, what? I'm having a good day, and something will just come oh, in my yeah. mind, and then I'm like, oh. another thing that I'm guilty is is about not letting go mm-hmm. about something. Um, yeah, I think that's a big one for most people, and it's something that that I'm still trying to let go as much as I can but I don't know it's something part of me that's keeping holding on and I don't want to and it's mm. the worst thing I feel guilty like it's like me versus me mm. um, yeah. and I'm yeah. like you can't change what's happened okay <laughs> like you know it's to do with that it's your logical own. versus your emotional it's like, they battle you each can't other do, yeah so mm. this is the thing so basically it was the guy I was talking about in the, in the um, our podcast um, the guy who I said that we were like on and off having sex a lot blah 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 and it was like we have feelings for each other but we didn't have feelings for each other it got very confusing and it, it should have stopped way way ages ago than it did mm. but now it's like he's moved on he's now in a relationship and I when I found out I like cried <laughs> it was horrible and then um, 
I was okay, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not, that's it. This is well, yeah. it doesn't want anything. So I left it. And a month and a half later, I was actually getting over him, like generally. And then he messaged me, and he was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" Not like, cool. You always do that. Not right? cool. And I was just like, "Not cool." And I was like, "What?" And it, ironically, this was the. It was in the same week that I went to the, the concert by myself. Oh. Same week I went for a dinner. That's by just myself. gonna happen, isn't it? And he <laughs> messaged me the same. He messaged me the uh, same day of my first therapy session, mm. and I was like. I and I was I like, know. and I said in my therapy that day, I was like, there's a story I want to tell you, but we'll, we'll go through that later. Next therapy session. So you know that thing I told you that I said, <laughs> well, we need to talk about it right now. And he was like, why? And I was like, you don't understand. Like, um, mm. yeah. So he messaged me and it was the strangest thing ever because he was messaging me the way I wanted him to message me because he said, oh, we're going to be friends. And I was like, fine, mm. that's fine. But as long as you, you said that, you said that we're going to be friends. Yeah. I'm holding this on to you. And, um, he basically like it sounds really bad because I'm like see I'm gonna get we now because I might not blame him but it's really hard because it was that situation where it wasn't either of our faults but it was also like both our faults type thing yeah. it was like yeah. one of those things so I can't really blame him for everything because like it was partially on my side it's like as well. Natalie said you just want someone yeah, to blame yeah you want someone to blame and mm. I wanted to be like it was all you and then like part of me still feels like it was but like, so it's much easier like, to get over someone when you, you know, hate them yeah yeah. I want I, I wish <laughs> honestly <laughs> I honestly wish he did something so 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 mm. bad that I would you know I hear this so much of girls I wish I wish that we were actually in a relationship that he did something so bad so I could be like fuck you I have yeah. a friend <laughs> at the moment who's literally said the exact same thing to me so like, I wish he would just do something really bad so I can just dump him I was like I why are you waiting that. for that thing yeah, the thing is is like now it's like because he's in a relationship and he like he didn't mess with me all the time he's like it was every like now and then he was like oh hey how's it going and he kept asking me questions like oh so you know how's how's uni what are you going to do after uni I was like where the fuck are all these questions coming from? <laughs> um, who are you to... I'm like, I understand you, like, want to know, and I understand, like, you hurt me, and I probably hurt you, whatever. But, like... Whatever. <laughs> I don't think I did. But, like, um, but, like, it was just so strange having this conversation that I wanted to have with him in the first place. Yeah. And now I look at his relationship, and I'm like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, what are you doing, like, yeah. to yourself? Like, you're just being, like... You, you just you were happy like you weren't talking to him for like ages mm. and um like now you're like oh it like does he want to be a friend and oh. you're like back to yourself and you're like but what are you doing yeah. like he, he's you, you've got to move on he moved on you've got to move on yeah exactly are you yeah, still talking like, to him no i haven't spoken to him since block him block him block him block him, him. Block him. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't have social media. Oh, so okay. Block his um, phone number. Yeah, yeah. His phone I have. If it's not bringing you joy, you remove it from your life. Have uh, you watched Marie Kondo's turning up your life? Yeah. If he's in a relationship, if I was in a relationship with someone who was texting someone that they had had sex with, like that's a problem. Yeah, yeah that's that the thing. That's what I'm thinking. I'm feeling guilty because of her. And I'm yeah. like, oh my god, she like, Maybe she tell her. I would tell her. I don't know. I don't know what her name is, so yeah. I don't know anything. And I don't really want to go into you that. Need to no, no, like, no, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying just block him. So yeah. I haven't. If you have a rule with yourself, yeah. like I think yeah. it's just like it. Mm-hmm. And also, like, don't feel guilty. Like things are gonna happen. Yeah. Like you guys are that, so that's young. That's the thing. That's my rule. My rule is just let life happen. So yeah. I'm letting this guy just message me. But you have to. You have to stop things. You have to take upon yourself well, to help yourself I've not feel guilty. Yeah, exactly. Mm. exactly. I haven't really punished myself. I'm just like, ugh. 
Mm. Uh, I like panic when I see his name. I'm like, well, then you need to. Okay, yeah. but then you definitely need to block. <laughs> and him. also, I think like situationships can like hurt. They're the fucking worst. Hurt, hurt more because it's kind yeah. of like when you get into a relationship and you you see like you start to see like all like their bad qualities. Yeah. yeah. But when you're at the beginning of so this nice. like chemical attraction. Yeah. It's kind of like the rug gets taken from underneath you. Yeah. yeah. And also you don't get allowed you don't feel like you can cry about it like if yeah. you were broken up with and in a relationship. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You just have just to grieve, like... you have to let yourself bless and release as my mom always says. Give it yeah, time so and then let it go. The like I was I was all good letting it go and stuff and now I'm just like it comes in waves. Oh, yeah, and don't don't make yourself feel. But it's bad. fine. I haven't I haven't heard from him in like a month and a half. Oh, so that's what we good. like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Let's keep it going. Well, I'm like, 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 push it. Yeah, I was I'm gonna like, say. Oh, What's your pin code? <laughs> oh, I I, blo- I um. So we we had each other on LinkedIn, and I was like, yeah, but this is LinkedIn. LinkedIn. That's so formal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, ages ago. So I was like. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs> this is hilarious. Any jobs. So I like I've like I've like just deleted it. But um I've literally spoken to the universe. I'm like, he is not gonna message me again. That is not happening. And if he does, I'm gonna tell him to actually fuck off. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. just don't reply, give him the silent yeah. treatment. Yeah. Yeah. He gave me a silent yeah. treatment. Well like, then just uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. No reply. No, <laughs> this is this is what you should do. Uh uh-uh. uh. Sorry, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You phone yeah. who dis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, Jordan. Who? Aren't you with Felicia now? Nah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know. The go play I yourself. have like these moments. I'm then like, go oh, play good. yourself. You know, just, you know, it's just waves, like you said. Like, yeah. They come and go, and mm-hmm. I hate, I hate it because it's about that, and I'm like, I have other shit in my life that I'm exactly. sad about to be sad yeah. about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, yeah. the, the yeah. first guy that I've liked since my breakup, um, that same week, my ex emailed me. They always know. Like, what I don't the know what fuck? It is. What it's because you're happy, fuck? and they can sense that you're happy again, and they're mad that it's not them that's making you happy. Bitch, he's in a relationship. He's happy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything you feel guilty about? Dish. Nothing like that. Anything small? I guess anything. Yeah. Bring it to the table. Yeah. Like you forgot to. No, I think I just sometimes feel guilty for, like, being sad. Um, I don't know how to word this. That's a good one. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I suffer really badly from anxiety and obviously depression. And I just feel guilty about it all the time. And I feel guilty because I know it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. But Mm. I then feel guilty because of the people around me and I worry. I feel very much like Saz in this case. And then I overthink and overthink. And I think, oh my God, what if that happens? But then it never happens. And I just feel guilty sometimes just for being me. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) It's just hard. It's like the I'm too busy to be sad feeling. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just. Or that, or Mm. the the weird like comparison thing where you're like, but I have way more than most people. Why am I sad? Yeah. It's horrible. It's like, it doesn't matter what you have. You can still be sad. Yeah, I hate when people are like, "Oh, but some people have it worse." Yes, and some people have it better. Yeah, and you that's can't just compare life. yourself. Like, yeah, it's all relative. That's for me. That's why it was so hard to like to admit that I actually was depressed. Yeah. Um, especially I think like February, maybe January, February of this year. I remember speaking to like, all like, my uni friends. I said, like, "But Holly, you've got so much to look forward to. Like, you've got a good boyfriend. You've got like a job in the industry that you've been studying for like nearly three years. You know, I've 
you know, I live at home. I'm, you know, very lucky. You know, I'm not like fending for scraps off the floor. And I'm like, so why the fuck am I so sad? And mm. it's just, it's just hard. Yeah, yeah. guilty. Yeah, like, you said like I shouldn't. Well, no, no, no. I, I think some a lot of people well, think yeah. you shouldn't, but mm. it's it's people don't realize that a lot of the time stuff like mental illness comes from your brain. It doesn't come from your situation. Mm. Yeah, totally. I mean, sometimes it can, but in my mm-hmm. case, mine was totally chemical based, which is why medication worked really well for me because that's all it needed to be fixed. So people just think life is different when they're not living it, and they want to just judge mm. you. So don't. Yeah. Just don't listen. Yeah, it tends to be that they're not happy with themselves. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, like, being a young student, like, being with you guys is, is bringing back so many flashbacks of, like, my experience. Oh, and, like, yeah. yeah. But it is tough. Like, it is so tough. And I think even if you do see yourself as, like, coming from, like, any kind of privilege, you do feel a guilt of, like, oh, I'm, I'm at least I'm at uni, you know, you, you, you do yeah. see that. And yeah. I think, honestly, the last five years, especially with political stuff, being a young woman right now is, is it makes... It, just saying that makes me anxious like yeah you know so you know i completely mm. think that what you guys have just all shared is yeah. gonna help so many yeah, people definitely. thank you so much and if you are a part of the hashtag dead dad club get in touch we love it see oh, i was about to say we should all hold hands and then you're oh, in the moment yeah so, well i'm not gonna tell that. my guilty stuff because that's just gonna dampen the mood after that no you have to say oh my god i get do you feel so guilty much, about I, like, your guilty thing yeah i do don't don't even the dead dad club thing is like half coping half like i want to make a merchandise she, like she was gonna buy a t-shirt but anyway no. i well, think a lot need of you, an illustrator <laughs> I, think a lot, I think a lot of people Next. could relate and my, my partner was like that is so morbid i was like but Sometimes Whatever comedy works. is the best medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. a really you know good tool. those girls have like the sad girls club yeah. shirts. I'm like, that's another way yeah. of saying yeah. it, is yeah. it not? <laughs> and the, like, is that alliteration with the two Ds? Is yeah, that? I do like it. I love alliteration. Yeah. Oh. Any use Can of we it? make pocket shirts? <laughs> Watch the space. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag coming soon. <laughs> okay, so we have one more question. Are you going to do your guilty thing? No, I'm not doing my guilty thing. Too, too guilty, Too guilty. Guilty. No, because it just like it ended so well with that hashtag. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I always feel bad. Okay, no, I will say it just in case my brothers listen to this. I just want to say I'm very sorry to them. I've never said it to them because I'm too scared and I feel too guilty about it for trying to. I'm gonna try not to cry. I'm gonna cry. For trying to take my own life and leaving them without a big sister. Oh. <laughs> That's what I feel guilty about. I totally relate. I 100% relate. I have a little sister, and the one time I tried, she was eight years old. And it was a horrible, horrible situation the way my parents handled it. Like, they used me as, like, like they showed me to her and was like, don't ever do this. And I remember she came up to me. She didn't say anything, but then once when she was, like, 12, she came up to me and she's like, you remember when you when you were in the hospital and I was like yeah she's like you're not gonna do that again are you yeah. and yeah. it was like we the first time we ever talked about it and I felt so bad yeah. I was like I know it wasn't my fault for how it was handled but I just felt so bad that she like yeah. that I never talked to her yeah. about it and I yeah. never made her feel okay like that I wouldn't ever do it again yeah um it's such a hard it's situation really hard. and it's because the longest time she was the only thing I stayed alive for cause yeah I was same. like I can't leave her without yeah. anyone and yeah, is but yeah, they forgive you. 
I promise. Yeah. They forgive you because all they're just happy that you're that yeah. you're here. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, okay. I'm glad I said it. <laughs> um, keeping it 100. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is what this safe space here for, though. Yeah. You know? exactly. Yeah. Back on our bullshit. All, all right. Next. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> we're here. We're here. We're um, ready. <laughs> okay. So I have one thing that I want people to like be able to take away today, other than all the other stuff, which I think is really important to the people that will probably be listening to our podcast. Mm. Um, I believe that social media, well, we both do, that um, social media has a huge impact on how we evaluate our self-worth. We can often feel guilty and about certain aspects of our lives, such as productivity and body image, because naturally we compare ourselves to other people all the time, especially on social media. Mm. How do you feel we can tackle this? So how can we stop comparing ourselves and stop uh, feeling guilty about the things that we follow, aren't doing because other people are doing it? Follow positive things. on, like, yeah. yeah. Follow things you like on Instagram. Like, I used to not follow any models and stuff, but then I used to follow, like, fitness people. Mm-hmm. But then I realised they were making me feel bad. So then I unfollowed all of them. And I was like, Do you know what? I'm going to follow this um, YouTube channel about cakes cake decorating because it was cool oh and that's so good and like I follow this uh, um, page on puppy user I follow this like everything I follow they're like um, uh, like mental health activists and um, happy activists I have this like motivational page mm. you know like <coughs> the, I don't follow anyone from school that you know if they're annoying I unfollow them yeah. like if, if, if it's making you sad mm. why the fuck are you following them yeah. <laughs> amen to that like Preach. seriously yeah. like if you're going and you're looking at the girl's body you're like oh I really wish I had that body unfollow you're like well, fucking unfollow them and if you have like 20 accounts you're following of the similar body mm-hmm. like what are you doing to yourself yeah. I, I follow some fitness stuff but that's for more like, of a motivational side for kind Ooh. of mm. you know like here's how to eat healthy you know yeah. here's how to do this yeah. um you know, but it's not as in, oh, you need to do this, 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 and this. It's more like, you know, yeah, just have that. So I've always, like, before social media arrived, like, everyone was like, oh, you know, everyone had the magazines. They were like, I'm going on this diet. I'm going on this diet. I'm going on this diet. I used to get so annoyed at everyone that used to yeah. tell me they're going on a diet. I used to be like, why? Yeah. Why are you going on a diet? Even now, like, all you need to do is eat healthy, exercise regularly, yeah. and you're fine. Yeah. Mm. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. And everyone's like... I'm going on this diet that Beyonce is because they want to look like, <laughs> like apparently her nutritionist said that it's very good and I'm going to lose like six pounds in a day and I'm like they want to look like a body fuck? type they will never have because they weren't born it, exactly. to have and that body type they weren't born into money as yeah, well like, I know, I'm and it's not sustainable exactly no. like everyone has a bloody different body type as well yeah like you can't go around looking like Beyonce I'm sorry as much as I really wish I could I ain't like, I can't. there's a reason why there's one of her like you have to so uh, there's like body trends I hate to say it but there is yeah. so like back in the 2000s it was that you know skinny boy flat stomach, stomach you know low waist jeans type thing mm. like oh, it, now jeans. it's it's you know <laughs> so I want to look like Beyonce curvy body like now it's yeah. the slim thing like, Kim Kardashian slim Kim, yeah, Kim Kardashian Nicki Minaj okay first of all there are women out there who naturally have those bodies but yeah. you didn't celebrate them before and now you want their bodies yeah. mm. second of all people like Beyonce trains every fucking day <laughs> And has the money to and train has the money and day. has the money team of people. has the money yeah. to have a personal trainer has the money to have a p- nutritionist has the money to afford all those like to have someone to watch and all these like it. and you the know, nice and clothes that hug her in all the right places you know yeah. she like, has like it's all money and also does she really eat healthy because she 
like advertise think, that lollipop stuff and the tea well, tree stuff. That's not good for your bowels. Well, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be good for your body. Like, that's the thing, she probably then, just like, shits a lot, really. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I shit a lot. I'm not that. No, I don't look like that. <laughs> but like, you know, they hear like, oh, you know, so I don't know if you've watched the documentary from Beyonce about her. Not yet, no. She obviously just had her two kids. Mm. Yeah. And then she had to go on this bloody strict diet. She had no carbs, no sugar, no anything. Um, no meat. No like it was like really strict. But she had to if she wanted to be back on her self that she was like yeah. before. Because obviously it's fucking Beyonce, like people yeah. are expecting yeah. it. And so like basically people are like, Oh, I'm gonna do that and they're like, What the fuck are you doing? No, all you need to do is just eat more broccoli, relax. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I stop. I love it's it when she so goes on your way. Yeah, out now, isn't it? I'm like, if you're gonna do this diet, it's the same thing. I've always felt like this. If you're gonna do this stupid diet, what's the point? It's gonna make you miserable as fuck. If you wanna eat that fucking chocolate, go eat it. Yeah, I've always like, said I'd rather die fat than die sad. Exactly. Like, yeah. Hundred. It's the same. It's the same like. with Instagram. It's the same with Twitter. Like, if you're gonna follow an account that makes you feel like shit or mm-hmm. like oh like oh I wish I was travelling like bitch if you want to travel save up money and go travel <laughs> I'm sorry like, no, I, I totally like, I'm sorry some tough love like yeah. you know like it's just that's what it is yeah. and like sometimes I've got to give myself that tough love I'm like Sarah Mm. Stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I think I, I read somewhere that a, a suggestion to help, like, be on social media. Someone was like, follow people with the same body types as you. Mm. That's yeah. why I do. That's why yeah. I do. Because then you'll actually, then they'll, whatever they're wearing, you could actually be like, oh, I could pull that mm-hmm. off yeah. because yeah. they have mm-hmm. a similar body type. Or, you know, you know you watch their their workout videos because for someone like me who has a bigger bust there's a lot of workout things i can't do so if i'm if i'm looking at these flat chested girls i'm like oh yeah i i I just can't do that like Mm. you have to yeah like i i refuse to shop in river island yeah because they haven't been in there since i was 12 because they they fucking fit they used to always advertise these clothes that were like from like really either really skinny women or really petite women and it was like that's great for them. They're going to look absolutely fabulous. And then oh, it was I'm like, not. I have like a button shirt. I can't tie around because my boobs are too big. But I can't yeah. wear a button shirt. It's like, happening. Like, I want to wear this top. Like, oh, this dress looks amazing. And I'm like, I can't wear it. Yeah. And but. I'm like, you've got to put women of all shapes and sizes yeah. on there. Because I know for a fact that you can't let a six foot, I don't know, six foot five model wear something for petite women. Yeah. You're like, bless them. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna walk around like they have a fucking blanket around them. And well, it's like, you know. Moving on to amazing women with great bodies of all shapes and sizes. We always do at the end of our podcast some takeaways um, for our listeners to take away and go and look at. And one of mine is these two amazing women who are promoting body positivity. They're plus size models, and I recommend everybody go follow them because they are just. And I've met them in person. They're like the kindest people I've ever met. So it's Kitty Underhill and Naomi, which is AKA Curvy Naomi on Instagram. Such a great name. <laughs> Honestly, those girls have changed my life. I mm. follow them and they just give me the most amount of joy whenever I see what they're posting, what they're talking about. And yeah, I really do recommend giving them a follow. Oh, I'm um, follow them. Yes, everyone should. And. Yeah, go on. I was going to say um, my little takeaway. Yeah. I think I mentioned it before because she's a queen and this is her year. Yeah. It's just Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah. Lizzo. Yeah. Lizzo. Right now, Lizzo. baby yeah. girl, if you're listening, you know, <laughs> come give me a hug. Are you kidding me? Babe, you never know. She could be on it you one day. Know. 
Um, I just think she's just like doing her thing. Yeah. She's positive. Mm-hmm. She's just. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that video of her and Ai Wei? No. Yeah. That's what oh, you. What? Yeah, you, you guys have got to watch this video. It's an interview with her with Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Jamila Jamil. Oh, yeah. Ai Wei. Oh, well, no, I haven't seen that. It's so good. And she talks about how she like learned to love herself and. I love. I've watched it like three times. Oh, okay. I love when she says, "I'm not a snack. I'm the whole damn meal." Yes. 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 <sighs> what are your yes. guys' takeaways for the show? Uh, I'm trying to get up. As in something I'd recommend. Yeah, people. it could be something you've seen, watched, someone you follow, something you've listened to. It literally can be anything that's made you feel great about yourself this week. Or oh, oh. any time. Oh. Or any time. Yeah. That um, I really. So I'm really big on like sex positivity and mm-hmm. like, spreading that. Obviously, we have the podcast. So there is this account. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> you can find tell us and we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's. I think it's pronounced like Thongia. Oh, Sarah <laughs> Egan. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. But her account is one of my favorites. She's like she does all these videos where she's just like stripping yeah. and dancing to like early two thousand songs. She's beautiful. But she runs this. Um, sex shop that's like super inclusive yeah um and i just this she did this thing last week where she was talking about how vaginas and and penises she's like just genitals in general are not supposed to smell nice and like they do weird things yeah and, and someone made it rap about yeah. it and it was just it made me so happy because yeah. she so her instagram is t-h-o-n-g-i-a mm-hmm. i think and her shop is spectrum boutique yeah that's the one she runs but yeah, yeah she just makes me feel so happy and she's, oh, so, she's so like she well. owns it oh <laughs> so I need to look at this person. I'll, I'll send you her. Honestly, I... Look at this account. I, whenever I see her, she's posted something new, I have to take myself away from my partner. I'm yeah. like, sorry, I just Ooh. need to go. Just need to diddle myself. Yeah. Just need yeah. to go for a minute. <laughs> for a minute. I'll be back later. Um, I have an account you can follow. If you like Lizzo, you like this. Mm-hmm. It's um, So on Instagram, it's uh, J-S-T-L-B-B-Y. So just bubbly oh but yeah I know. Amber yeah. she's the one who does the motivation yeah, video yeah. she's like yeah. you gotta know if you can't do it today you got tomorrow and she like she, <laughs> yeah, and she does it with her nails and she, she's she like amazing the, the nails yeah, yeah the she nails, does the like. nails thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's like she's generally amazing like if you need to watch the video that's also great also Ricky Thompson yes Ricky Thompson <laughs> and Aaliyah Marie um, oh my god what's her thing Ricky Thompson is great yeah. though. He is. He's great. Even though, like, you know, he's just going out. He's like, if you don't, you know, if you don't fuck with me, then don't. Then don't. I just love like, his dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's his dancing the best is great. Thing ever. Who else have I got? I Natalie. Got. So Do you have a takeaway. I have um, one of my favorite illustrators, apart from you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> is Frances Cannon? Yes, oh, I the love babe. Her. She's so great. So she is championing, championing, champion championing yeah championing <laughs> uh body positivity um and she talks a lot about how self-love how f- she found self-love through finding feminism and yeah. learned to love herself mm. when she found feminism yeah and love her yeah um her dog. Was like, a yeah. dog so oh. yeah <laughs> just good content good girl content <laughs> and good dog content all around moral of the story is people follow the right people who bring you joy yeah. happiness mm-hmm and empower you and make you feel like you can embrace other people that is the yeah. magic message you see how happy we all got talking about these people yeah, yeah. That, that, exactly. that is the that's point the it's better than going follow around like oh, I want to dance now <laughs> 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 I want to slap my ass. Well. that's what I want I want to it ain't my fault that I'm not here getting in the <laughs> 
We can't I hold it touch in my tits at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Sorry. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. So you're our first guest. Yeah. We've broken the seal. You're our guest for Jimmy's. to be professional yeah, just we almost made it guys we're just um, gonna do an outro oh, that's yeah, alright cool yeah, <laughs> right <laughs> sorry <laughs> thank you for listening to the loneliness collaboration podcast we hope that everyone has a lovely day and watch out next week next week on our episode on men's mental health where we'll be joined by another special guest if you're worried about your mental health or concerned for another then please call the Samaritans helpline on 116123. Thank you to Weird Ears for the beautiful music for our podcast. You can follow them on Instagram now at weird underscore ears as they travel the world in their van making music and living the dream. This podcast was produced, written and edited by Venus Libido and Natalie Byrne. If you're worried about your mental health or worried for somebody else, then please call the Samaritans number on 116123 for free. Thank mm-hmm. you.